0: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to slash Wondery and
0: use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the News Podcast number 499. I'm recording this intro uh, like 10 minutes after we just finished the season finale of Talking Dead, uh, which was, f- oh my God, Andrew Lincoln is like the sweetest, coolest guy in the world. I, just, I feel like I should just have an after show for everything and then just invite him on as a guest. So if you watched, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you in the fall. What the hell am I going to do with my Sundays now? Uh, well, I'll definitely be performing at Caroline's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in uh, New York. So you can go to uh, Caroline's website and get tickets to that or Nerdist.com slash calendar. It still doesn't cover Sundays, so I don't know what I'm going to do with myself on Sundays. Can I just host something for you? Just like uh, if you work on Sundays, I'll just host your after work show. I'll do it. I'd like to thank for sponsoring this episode of Nerd's Podcast, brand new sponsor Loot Crate. Lootcrate.com. So Loot Crate is a subscription service for uh, the nerd folk that delivers incredible items every month. It's licensed gear, it's apparel, it's collectibles, it's unique one-of-a-kind items and more for just 13.37 plus shipping and handling and Loot Crate will guarantee you That it's at least a $40 value. So it is kind of a grab bag of awesomeness every month. Um, Chloe gets one uh, every month. And there's so many great toys in there. I mean, they have uh, licensing deals with uh, Marvel and Blizzard and Nintendo. And a bunch of stuff that you would want. Like stuff that if you went out in search of it, you would want those things individually. They just send them every month uh, to your door. You have until the 19th of every month at 9 p.m. Pacific time to sign up for that month. And then when it's over, it's over. There's no more. You will never get those items ever again. So go ahead and join uh, using LootCrate.com slash Nerdist to save $3 off any subscription plan. Uh, LootCrate makes a perfect gift for yourself and others. It's going to be tough to give some of it away. As a matter of fact, if you're going to give it as a gift, you should probably just... You just hand them the package that's mailed to you So you don't know exactly what it is that you're giving away I think it would be better that way for both of you That's LootCrate.com slash Nerdist And uh, this episode's Eric Eric Stonestreet From Modern Family Modern Family is on Wednesdays on ABC At 9, 8 central um, Obviously Eric plays Cameron Tucker He's won Emmys uh, He's a phenomenal comedic actor With a really incredible uh, Improv and sketch background And uh, we sat down one on one and just chatted no that doesn 't mean Joan and Matt are never going to be back on the podcast. This one just happened to be one on one with Eric uh, but uh, uh, we we hung out once or twice before we did thrilling adventure hour together a couple of years ago, and um, we had a really 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 great time and and again and I, and I have to apologize you know the room at at midnight is very echoey and i 'm sorry for you audio files out there i 'm trying to get us moved to another room, but they just gave us a free room at at midnight the studio lot did and it just, it's just it's all brick. It's just brick and like concrete floor so it's not really our room. We can't do much to it, but we will try. I'll try to come up with some sort of a solution and I'll I'll get Katie and Kyle to put their heads together and then and then I'll approve it. Right? That's what bosses do. They approve things. They don't come up with their own ideas. Here we go, the Nurse Podcast number 499 with Eric Stone Street.
1: Now entering nerdist.com
0: all right katie is already recording i think we've already started oh this is it it's great. We're podcasting. We are, we are officially podcasting. This is how you know it's not radio, because there was no, okay, in three, two, hey, everybody, this is uh,
1: the podcast, uh, Eric Hey, although, it like,
0: working on his dick,
1: Although I was in, uh, I did a, a radio interview in Australia, and they were like, three, two, one, and right before I went in, they said, okay, the words you need to really watch out for are, can I say the words here? Anything. Uh, Bitch, cunt, and and Fuck. Or no, cunt and fuck. Uh-huh. And then right as we were ready to go, and they said, oh, and also bitch. And I said, bitch is up there with cunt and fuck? Okay. <laughs> so I go, they go, all right. And three, two, and as they're saying three, two, one, I'm going, okay, let me get my bitches out of the way. Bitch, 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 bitch. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and so they caught him. And I'm like, so Wait. doesn't mean, and then you go? So you're recording during the 3-2-1? You might want to...
0: I'm actually surprised they don't say 1-2-3, because the water swirls the opposite (laughs) way.
1: It's Southern Hemisphere rules. (laughs) Right. That's the way it is. But uh, they had to bleep my bitches during their 3-2-1s. I'm like, so your 3-2-1s are on the air.
0: (laughs) and we're counting down in 10 <laughs> 9 uh, this is all on the air 7 <laughs> we're still six, this is we have to fill 10 seconds five. and we didn't know what else to do Don't say bitch now i've said it i'm just going to turn in my resignation That's good Oh the
1: Aussie accent's hard to do I
0: dated an Aussie.
1: Oh, right. That's right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. They're very critical of their accent, though. Like, they, they don't allow you, as, you know, as performers, it's like you have to have the freedom to fail. And us, Aussies don't like to hear their accent not perfect. So the moment you start and it's not right, they're like, nope, Scottish. <laughs> nope. It sounds like you're from Liverpool. Nope.
0: <laughs> Wait, please. I, uh, but uh, just let me practice uh, for please, a little. while. Please. Please. I just need a hug. I just need a, but in general, I find Aussies to be delightful, delightful people. Is that a cover for the Aussie you used to date? No, Where? no, oh. actually, she was very cool. She was very cool. We uh, uh, this, you know, it was so long ago. I didn't remember why we broke up. You don't remember, was like, even remember her name. <laughs> her name was Jacinda. Ooh, and it still is. She sounds lovely. She's lovely. She's very sweet. She's a very I, sweet girl. I like going to Australia. I haven't been there since. She and I dated in the 1900s. It was the last time I went to Australia. It really? was in the 90s. Yeah. I haven't been there in ages. Is it still the same? Did they ask about me? They
1: did. They, oh, nice. And they ask if you climbed the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Yeah, it's mine. Yeah. Oh, did I climb it or did yeah. I claim it? Climb it. Oh, yeah. It's all they ever want to know when you're in Sydney. I climbed it and then I claimed it. Did you climb the bridge? And then you claimed it. Yep, it's mine Great. now. Okay. Um I'm gonna have to ask you for a royalty for
0: mentioning my bridge. Uh, so All right, let me get my people to pay How many well bridges? They've... No, sorry, it's too close to bitches. Just, what? <laughs> I said bridges. Bridges with <laughs> too close to bitches. Bitches. Well, is there not like is there no rap music in there?
1: Like, what do they do? <laughs> I, yeah, it's just like three, two, bitches. Bitch. No, that's on <gasps> the air. We're and I'm ruined. like, seriously, you've been, you're like successful radio hosts and some dumb actor comes in and tells you you guys should really push the button after one.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I've been saying we should do that. You never listen. It's like, I told them, I told them They don't listen. Maybe now. Maybe now. It's good. I find it. Uh, I enjoy Australian casinos. I think they were delightful. Yeah, the, the Star Casino. I think. Were you in Sydney? Is that where you were? I was in Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane. Yeah, never been to Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane's uh, just uh I just out. Let's just life. do this whole thing like this. Yeah, no one will be irritated. Yeah, like
1: about that did Hey, it's nice to see you, Chris. Yeah, it's great to see you too, Eric. Yeah, go get a, go, go, go get a little uh, lolly after this. Maybe yeah, a little get lolly. Now, uh, yeah, Modern Family is a, ah. a
0: situation comedy. Yeah, right?
1: it's a it's a real cracker. <laughs> 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 I'm pulling all my Aussie uh, uh, jargon. We uh, go down to end like, of the
0: beach and put on our cozies,
1: bathing yeah. suits, bathing suits, cozies. Yeah, put on some trackies, maybe yeah, go cool. for a little jog.
0: They, the the Aussies cute in words. They everything, do. Is, a, everything is adorable. And
1: they shorten them all too. It's I got like, my Jackie on right now. Jackie, got yeah. my Jackie on. Uh, would they? Ha- would me? They hand me my uh, uh, call sheet. Oh, my Collie! When they gave me the call sheet, they said, no, hey, your "Here's your Collie." Here's like, your Collie. Collie, Collie. McCollum, you, got me, you got me a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that we approach that from just completely opposite ends. <laughs> you went, uh, home I went, alone. I went home alone. You went dog, canine. You went absolute. Uh, but other than that, it's it's one of those places that uh, I always want to go, but I don't have the time to. Because you really need two full weeks. Yeah, it's tough to go for a week because it takes you know thirteen and a half hours just to get to Sydney. Yeah, and then and, and, then and it takes you to a
1: day. Yeah, it takes you a day to kind of get your bearings, and then. Then coming back, you know, it's weird somebody's birthday when we were there. So they had two birthdays. They had their birthday in Australia. And then when they got back, it was still their birthday. So they got two birthdays. Kind of cheating. It is cheating. Yeah. That's not fair. That's you, not. Should, you shouldn't get to do that. Well, you tell Diane Rico who, play, Rico, who plays Manny on Modern Family's mom, that.
0: Get her on the phone <laughs> okay. right now. Let's call, her Let's call Diane. Hey, when I saw you at um, Thrilling Adventure Hour a couple years ago, you said you had a friend who listened to the podcast. Oh, Tim Banning. Yeah.
1: What's his last name? He didn't come here today. Like seriously, he's freaking out right now that I just mentioned his name. Tim Banning. Tim Banning.
0: Hey Tim Banning, what are you doing? Um, Tim Tim Banning. Everyone's staring at you.
1: He's my assistant, and I promise you, he's pooping right now. What? I told him, I'm like, pinch it off, Tim. You really, I I pay you to go to the bathroom, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) But no, getting paid. He didn't come here with me today because he didn't want the the fourth wall blown. He didn't. He wanted to remain like out of it gotcha so there's a theater of the mind
0: that happens when he listens to the podcast and he didn't want it ruined by seeing our crappy brick walled room shh shh, shh, okay I mean this palatial podcast so
1: now Hugh lives right over there then mansion Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah, that's Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah, Hugh yeah Laurie. that's Hugh Laurie's. And then this is Hugh Hefner's. That's Hefner's over there. Sorry, we
1: went another direction on Hugh. <laughs> it's we're going to learn about each other by I'm
0: t- this is by where, how we attack them. I went this Hefner. Yeah. You went Laurie. Well, my new series is called Between Two Hughes, and it's a takeoff of the Zach Galifianakis show, but there's just a hue on either side, and then there are different hues of color yeah. as the set, the
1: set changes. It changes into different with news. moods. With moods, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What would the anyway? He didn't want to come today because he 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 wanted to just listen to it. The one thing he did say though is uh, they they usually start recording right when you walk in the door. <laughs> he was already giving you tips. He was right, Tim. Good call. Yeah, good job, Tim. Okay, Tim, wipe it off.
0: Come on, buddy. Come you on, can get finish. it out. Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> oh, one more. Wipe TC red. <laughs> oh my God. It Too real? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm
1: really. Re- oh, good. She's not. There. Yeah, she's there not there. listening. There's she's on her there. phone.
0: She's on the computer. She's on her little uh, portable <laughs> computer.
1: Yeah, but uh, he's the one. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, cool. It's cool that you remember that. That was uh, what? What? What was that? Thrilling adventure? Yeah, at Largo. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It
0: was. I don't remember which. I don't remember which one we did, but it was, it was a, with Rich Vulture. Rich Vulture. Hey, everybody! Hey, hey Rich, Rich Love Rich Vulture. Hey, Have it you going? seen his video? Rich Vulture flips off Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> it just, it's this music video by this. Um, Band called Trash Money, I think. Love that band. It's a great band. And he, uh, he's just, the song's called Gene City, and he's just walking around, and it's just him flipping off different landmarks around Los Angeles, and then people gather behind him, and they start flipping everything off. Yeah,
1: It's great. He, he and I, we've known each other a long time. We knew each other in Chicago, and then he went to England and became British rich. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, British. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Ozzy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, at one point. Yeah. You know, if you want to really go back, I don't want to go back. Okay, you don't have to go back. Right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, it was you and me. I don't know why I was there. You guys were all so damn funny. Oh, it was, stop it, no, Eric it, Stone. Street. Seriously, though, it, you guys all have like, uh, and then um, the comedian that uh, Neil Neil uh, Brennan, right? Neil Brennan or Neil Hamburger? Neil Hamburger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Neil Hamburger did. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> totally different Neils. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs>
0: Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Armstrong. Niels Bohr was there talking about Adams.
1: How could how how many Niels could we list?
0: Um. Oh, that's a good
1: game. That's a good party game when it you don't is. have any. Did you ever play the game where if I say like, okay, so you would say just say a celebrity. Um. All right. Um. I can't think of one famous person. Julia Roberts. And then I would say Robert uh, Blake. Right, and, and then, then would I would say, say Blake Lively, and then I would have to say There's no Lively. Um... Yeah. How would I do that? Oh, no, it's not that. It's the, okay. the first, the name has to begin with an L then. So it would be, if you said Blake Lively, if I said Blake Lively, you'd say, then somebody that begins with an L. Luther Vandross? And then I'd say Vince Gill. And then I would say Gillian Jacobs. And I would say uh, Josh Groban. Okay, so you get it. And then and I it, would say Gillian Anderson, because it's all Jillians. Yeah, but then if you get to a double, JJ or a GG, then it's reverses. So it's usually played in a big circle of people. So yeah. then it goes right back. So if I said... Uh, jimmy johnson that's a jj then that would go back oh and could like, i say jj abrams or does it not it wouldn't work that way yeah you could say that because that's his first name and then sure. it would be an a to the next person
0: okay all right let's this is what grown-ups do when they stop taking drugs kids. road trips <laughs> yeah when grown-ups stop taking drugs <laughs> these are the things they do at parties so look forward to your parties yeah wait till you're 42 <laughs> and then you get to play <laughs> letter games Remember when you were younger and a party was, let's get super fucked up and tip something over. And then, uh, like, a decade or two later, it's, woke so the first letter is the last letter of the last... No, 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 no,
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh,
0: Okay, guys, this is too complicated. Let's play mafia. Let's play
1: mafia. W- wait, who's... How many sheriffs are there?
0: Okay, I've heard it as werewolf, though, guys. Should we doing it as werewolf or mafia?
1: Uh, oh, werewolf. Wait, what are the people in werewolf, then? So I think they're just
0: people. Or are there werewolves? There's a werewolf attack, and then you have to... But
1: then, is there still a town sheriff? I don't know. And then is there a doctor that saves you from being a werewolf? I don't think you can. I don't like this I, game. You know, once you... Just give it a
0: chance, man. No, man, why man? Are you I being... want to play werewolf. Why are you, why are you being, like, Go an Australian sleep. accent? I point to him. And everybody wake up. Tim, Tim Banning. Tim! Where's Tim? Pooping. Tim!
1: <laughs> Always. Always. That's his desk. <laughs> this is his worst nightmare. Here's, here's right your now. desk. This is his Stop worst Stop saying nightmare. I poop all the time. He coming on his think about this from his perspective for just a minute. I am on his favorite podcast with his favorite podcast host, and I'm talking about how much he poops.
0: Well I'll tell you something though. If Tim <laughs> listens to this podcast with any frequency as you said he did, he would understand that this is actually paying great tribute to him. That is it is great respect for us to be riffing <sighs> about Tim. Does Tim have a girlfriend or Tim is married. Tim is married. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's not like he'd be like I'm going to impress this girl with this podcast I'm on. Pooping, tempo, day, <laughs> tim. Oh my god!
1: No, his. Don't w- listen. When he plays it for his wife, she'll just Melissa. She'll just be nodding. Yep, that's my Tim, <laughs> pooping and knocking things over.
0: <laughs> How did you come to acquire Tim? Was it in an old uh, junk shop in Chinatown? And were there rules? Don't get him wet. Don't feed him after <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: I met Tim. We were doing a pl- I did a play a long time ago. Uh, and he was, I didn't get hired. I auditioned for it and they hired somebody else. And then that they fired that guy. And then they came to me and said, well, will you do it? And I had 18 days to prep. So they sent Tim over to my house every day to help me memorize my lines. This was years ago. So you were in the bathroom practicing. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) per, per Tim, per Tim, we were pooping and running lines. And, uh, so we just became friends and he moved. I, he says we did a play together and I said I did a play together and you move shit around the stage because <laughs> he was the stage hand during the play. It's very important role, Tim. Very important It role. is. He dressed as uh, Franz Ferdinand. It was a play about pre-World War One, and I, I so. played a French general and he played uh, a guy that moved shit around the stage. But they dressed him up as Franz Ferdinand because the play started with... <laughs> The the death of Franz Ferdinand. So he was the ghost of Franz Ferdinand, the Archduke. Oh, he he made a a, a, he made a character out of it,
0: which I give him credit for. That's fantastic. I'm so you know someday we'll have to meet him out of the podcast sphere, so that it's not thrown. I mean, I understand. I didn't you know I I didn't necessarily want to see the radio guys that I used to listen
1: to. And when you did, you were always really... I mean, That's not at all what I... When you saw Tom Likas for the first time... Oh, yeah. You're like... Actually, that was one where I was like, eh, that seems about right. Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> most radio people, when I, like when I, when I was growing up as a kid, you hear the radio guys, they always sound so smooth, and you
1: see them in person, you're like,
0: what Skeksis <laughs> escaped the dark crystal.
1: (laughs) I had a radio uh, personality that I loved in Kansas city growing up. His name was Randy Miller and he worked for ZZ 99 at the time. And you know, I wanted to be a clown when I was a kid and that's, I've talked about that a million times, but one of the things that I did was St. Patrick's day parade one year in Kansas city. And I, you know, handed out business cards and unbeknownst to me, I handed out a business card to Randy Miller's producer The next morning, phone rings before school. I'm in high school at the time. Phone rings, and all of a sudden I hear, Eric, Eric, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. I'm like, what? And they go, it's Randy Miller calling. Hello? Eric. Yeah? Hey, it's Randy Miller with ZZ99. I'm like... Oh my God, like Randy Miller's calling me. Oh, bitch. Oh, you can't say bitch. Yeah, so he was calling to make fun of me because, well, not make fun of me, A, to make fun of me because I was a clown. But then when my mom answered the phone, he thought I was some 45-year-old clown living with his mom. <laughs> so then he was like, so you live with your mom still? And I'm like, well, I live with my mom and dad, yeah. How old are you? I'm like, I'm 16. I'm getting ready, getting ready to go up. Get, wake, wake up to go to school right now. He had to like backtrack his whole, the reason, whole, the whole bit up. of him calling to make fun of me, yeah. Oh, uh, good. Stay in school. Yeah. Uh, Don't drugs. do drugs.
0: <laughs> do drugs. Hey. Listen to CC99. Yeah.
1: Another hot 100, another hot 99 phone call. Randy Miller. Is he still alive? I think he is, yeah. I think he got fired for one time telling everybody that there was going to be a Bob Seeger concert and go to some liquor store to get free tickets and like. <laughs> 10,000, you know, like 20,000 people showed up. That was my hero again, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Randy Miller. That I wonder if that's was that if that wonder if that was his actual name or if he picked, I think it was. That feels like not that feels like, yeah,
1: I wanted to be Roy Stone. Oh, the rolling, the rolling stone man, the rolling stone man. Hey, you're listening to Roy Stone 1015 KCI. That was my... Can you hit
0: the... Uh, so, you know, you have to hit the point in the song like right before the lyrics come on. You know, like that's the... I worked in radio for three years. So what do you have to do? There's a part in the song called The Post, and The Post is the beat right before the lyrics come on, which is what classic DJs, you know... Um, I don't know, what's a song with an intro that you can think of uh, where there's a little bit of instrumental, like...
1: Do I have to do the instrumental then? No, I will do the instrumental,
0: oh. and then you can do the... Feel Like Making Love? Um, how does that start? I don't know. I just know the lyrics.
1: Bad Company?
0: Yeah. Beow, so, beow, so, beow,
1: beow, beow. Oh, what's that song? Beow, 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 beow. Uh, One Night in Bangkok, My Murray Head? Is no, it? No, it's not. I, how, this is hard to think of. This should be the new game that you play in cars you think, when you're... It's called Think of a Song? <laughs> think of a Song. <laughs> um, no. uh, okay, I, I know it's it was so popular like, in the 80s. Yeah, I know. I mean, like... Yeah, all day long, I could
0: name off the hundreds of obscure references to anything, but when you put me on the spot, it turns into like fucking jaywalking <laughs> on the Tonight Show. I don't, yeah, I can't yeah, think of a word, yeah. What are words. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring up feel like making love. Actually, that's good. Bring up the song, and then we'll pra- we'll do it. Well, I'll, I'll show you how to hit how to hit the post. Okay, that's awesome. Because when I
1: worked, yeah, I were at we'll K Rock. This over there. Sure. You want you want to do this? Well, no. Can she hear? The, can we hear it from where yeah. she's at? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll bring the microphone.
0: What? You did want to work in radio? Yeah, I know a thing or two
1: about sound. Okay. So we'll hear
0: the uh, we'll hear the beginning. And uh, okay, so this is all the part that you were talking. About. So let me just see where the where the lyrics come in. I'm going to have to actually have to play this again, Katie, when it's done. Okay. Okay. So stop right there. Play it again, uh, and then it would go. It would go something like this, and I'll do it, and then you can try. Okay. it. Kansas City, this is Z nine ZZ ninety nine playing all the hot hits for you right now. It's bad company with feel like making love. Hey, I feel like making love. Is your mom home? Give me your number. Z ninety nine.
1: Ooh, that was good.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, here so we now go. We're to try it. and it's the beat right before. So all right,
1: all right, all right. The all last right,
0: syllable right. kind of bleeds like hits like right before the lyrics. Okay. I'm going right.
1: to do a, another city though. Whatever you want. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, ready? Yeah.
1: Okay. Good morning, Dallas. How's it all going out there? You're listening to 104.5 FM. Traffic's heavy today, so be careful on your way to downtown Dallas, making love.
0: Good! Oh damn it! Okay. I didn't get in there. So here's here's the thing to remember is before you hit the post, you wanna you wanna start with the station ID and then mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. with a station ID. So your last thing <sighs> Should be that's a lot of times why you'll just hear DJs all of a sudden just go and we're listening to 99 and then so you always end with the station ID. You want to end with the station ID? I couldn't if
1: remember you, the station really wanted, ID that I had established. Well, you just said one zero four five Dallas. Yeah, you know? well, that sounds like a great station. One zero four five the Jive. One zero four five the Jive in Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to try it again? I'll try it one okay, more time. One more time. Good morning, Dallas. You're listening to one zero four five the Jive. It's a busy day out there, so everybody be careful on your way to downtown Irving. There's a big fair going on down there. This is bad company making love. God damn it! I know it's hard, right? (laughs) Shut. This is the game. We have just like i I feel like we need we need we need patent attorneys in here right now. Okay, I feel like you're gonna get it. All right, I feel like you're. I think I feel like there's more time in there than there is. There's not a lot of time. I know it is. All right, hit me one more time. time. Hey, good morning, Dallas. This is 105 The Jive, and you're listening to Roy Stone. Have a... See, I don't know what to say right before then.
0: It doesn't matter. Here, so you could do something like this. You do it. Show me again. again. Okay. 1045 Dallas, this is The Jive. This is Roy Stone. We'll see you for the chili cook-off at the park this afternoon. Make sure to put your seatbelts on and keep your kids in school. 104.5 The Jive.
1: Fuck!
0: Yeah, so it's really just... It's just that last. Okay.
1: Well you now you you now you're Roy Stone. Now you work at one. No, I don't own Roy Stone no, yet. You...
0: I would have to kill Roy Stone in a fight. That's how it works. Yeah, but now I can't be Roy Stone. That's how DJs claim their names. They have to fight and then right, Randy on. Miller had to kill the previous Randy Miller <laughs> to take right, on the Okay.
1: Hey, it's 105 The Jive in Dallas. You're listening to Roy Stone. It's a big day with the chili cook-off downtown, so everybody be careful on the roads out there. 105 The Jive. Yes. So you hit the, you hit another post. So there are,
0: there were two posts in that song. There was the one that was right before the lyrics, and you hit the one right when the drums came in.
1: Oh, okay. totally acceptable well, post. That's what all that was for. That beginning stuff that I was messing up. I just, you were just waiting to get yeah, to that I was just one perfect to moment. Get that perfect moment.
0: Well, congratulations. You're Thank now you. a radio Thank broadcaster. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, who are
0: these people? Oh,
1: where am I going? No! Where are from? No! <laughs> I don't want to go. I like my
0: career. Sorry, radio's too crowded as it is, and it's already a dying medium. We're going to have to murder you. <laughs> Wait, you just went from zero to murder? <laughs> you no, know, we have. <laughs> there's a network out there, and they're always listening for guys who don't work in radio but know how to hit the post in a song, <laughs> and they have to, they have Chuck, to snuff it up. Chuck, we just got one.
1: It's Stone Street. They shut the city down today. Oh, yeah. I was in all that. I wasn't the guy, but... I mean. Oh, good. Okay, so you said you're not the guy, so you can't yeah, be yeah, the guy. Can't be the guy because that's no, but what you I was have right to say. there and I uh, had to divert because I saw the helicopters. Isn't it so weird about living in L.A. when you see helicopters and you like get on the phone and call people that you know are in front of TVs and be like, "Hey, there's helicopters around Laurel Canyon. Put it on Kcal nine or something and see what the what, what's going on." Kcal
0: nine on. or KTLA five. Yeah, that's all Either they one. have. But, yeah, yeah. You,
1: you don't say ABC. You don't say CBS. They're too busy with real you know shows. You
0: know those other places will be like, "Fuck it, cut our pro. Yeah. We'll just fucking put a chase on." Yeah,
1: put it on, man. <laughs> Does get those helicopters?
0: What are they doing? We don't have any reports yet, but yeah. we do see that helicopters are beginning to cluster. They're hovering. 105, the jive. 105. <laughs> Roy Stone. I like this Roy Stone character. He seems like a good guy. Now, have you ever wanted to... Now, have you? would you go to the producers of a modern family type show, let's say, say and listen, I have always <laughs> wanted to be a DJ named Roy Stone. Would you ever write this in? Have, would, you, would you ever go to them and say, like, these are things I want to do in life? Would you ever write this into the,
1: in the show? In the beginning, they did. That's where the clowning stuff came from. And that's where the drumming, you know, I played drums the first season in, I think, the first or second season of one of the episodes. And they know I actually play drums. Uh, and the football was my stuff. But, uh, yeah, they haven't really asked in a while. But maybe I'd tell them I wanted to. Be. I just was telling them the other day that we accidentally were growing cannabis in our pasture Uh, My dad reminded me of that that we had all this marijuana growing in our pasture, and we had he sent me up there to chop it all down when I was with your mouth with (laughs) with my (laughs) mouth and pipe. (laughs) I used to chop this all down with your mouth and body. Ah. Uh, (laughs) But so I told him I'm like, yeah, we accidentally were growing pot. And, and what did he do? You, you got rid of it? Yeah, we. Had, what do you, it's not. It wouldn't still be good, Chris? I mean, why not? It's not. Well, it, I don't. Uh, I mean, you asked <laughs> it like, "Well, do you <laughs> still have any left?" <laughs> you didn't sell this it was off. thirty years ago, <laughs> your man. Your dad
0: wasn't a. Your dad wasn't a. An no, old so Walter
1: White. Sh- the sheriffs came and like sprayed it with shit, and then we had to like we had to I had to hoe it out of Spray there. Sprayed it with booze. Yeah, light that shit up. Burns hotter. <laughs> it's a party, <laughs> mafia. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was werewolf. Oh.
0: Can you do noises? No, not like Michael Winslow style. Oh my God, that was—is he still with us? He is. Yeah, he's not with us, but he's—he's among the living, as far as I know. Um, No, I can't really do
1: the only thing I do. That was me asking you if you did noises, was just basically to get permission for me to do my one and only noise. I'm sorry. Then would you ask that question again so I can respond in the proper way? Do you do any sound effects? I don't. Do you? Yeah, I do, actually.
0: I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. Would you be comfortable? Would you do a couple for us? I mean, I guess.
1: Come on, everybody.
0: Come on, (laughs) Katie. Katie, Come on.
1: (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll start with um, a dog barking in the distance. Heard it. Okay, no, seriously, this is the backdrop of me falling asleep in Kansas. Okay. Here it is. (laughs) 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 Thank you. That's it. I
0: was, I was, I was, I was picturing maybe like a like a gruff
1: terrier of some type. No, or it's a, a hound in the distance. And when I used to improvise at, at IO here years ago, you know, you have a team and we do all that. And it got to the point where we all knew each other's play so much and we played so much together that that would be a running gag in our show just for us that me off stage at some point to the guys <laughs> out on stage would just go. Whoa. And they would always just look off to the right or the left, wherever I was. Sometimes justify it. Other times, just like shake their head at me, like. Fuck did it, you guys man. do? Did you guys do the
0: thing where you you go? All right, everyone's got to work work the word asparagus into. Yeah, a thing we, we would get point. to that
1: point. We we would do that. I, I, I used to. Yeah, I like I like I liked the making them deal with the dog. But we would uh, pick a word, a keyword, where it had to get in there. Sometimes. Do you, do you do? Do you do any improv anymore? I don't. I, I I I tell myself every time we get a break from Modern Family, which is now Friday, was my last day that I'm gonna. Improv Improvise. I want to improvise, but uh, it's not easy to just jump because it's like I don't want to like just jump in with a group of people that like have been rehearsing and know each other and like think like I can hand, you know, I can do this. It's like it's pretty cocky. You <laughs> hey, know? guys, two Emmys. What yeah. do you want? I can improvise. I, I can do this. <laughs> can I get a suggestion? <laughs> Dildo. Okay. Um, um, oh, fuck. Oh, um, um, I got to go. Tim Banning. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know I don't, and 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 I guess I should. You know I'd like to do that. I we just recently found out Tim is on a sketch team at the IO. Plug for him and his sketch team, and Fred Arminson's assistant is on the team with them. Is them. this and a, a team of celebrity assistants? So I told Tim I was like a. Fucking write a sketch right now about you guys playing assistants to celebrities. Get the sketch real good, and then Fred and I will come in and play ourselves. <laughs> nothing too real, though. And nothing sketch, too real, guys. Yeah, nothing, yeah. Confidentiality clause, Come on, guys. Cindy, remember you signed <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, make yeah. it up. Make it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I texted Fred. And I'm like, we should totally go in and upstage him some night. That would be really fun. Yeah. Should, I feel like that's something Fred
0: would totally do. 100%. He's in. Um, so, IO, so you did IO in Chicago, and then did you do the IO West out here? Yeah, I did IO Chicago. That's where I started. So you you must... Keckner and Pat Finn and... They
1: all had left. They had oh, okay. all just moved out here. My generation... I was between all those guys and like Seth Meyers and Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Jack McBrayer was yeah, there when I was sure. there. We almost were on a team together. Uh, I went to a couple informal rehearsals. I think they were trying me out. Like they were like...
0: Mm. Had heard,
1: heard tell of the Stone Street character. Mm-hmm. Wanted to give me a couple workouts. And then... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, they did. they didn't ask me. what the no, happened they were like fuck this guy. Did you mention that at the Emmys at all? No, no, I okay. left it out left Okay. It out. You should have. Uh I moved out here. Craig Kikowski was one of my teachers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's fantastic. A thrilling adventure guy. Yeah, he's a he is he he was probably probably the best teacher improvising. Him and this guy Ed Herbs Herbsman. Herbsman. Yeah. You know Ed? Yeah. Uh him and Ed they were probably about the best teachers I think I had. Paul Valancourt was really good. Mm-hmm. Good teachers there at IO. So I did that in Sh- at Se- in Second City while I was in Chicago, and then Tina Fey was my level two teacher at Second City. Oh man, that's fucking crazy. Isn't <clears> that weird? I remember she told me she you know thought I was really well you know committed to my characters. I thought she, you know, she said that I was that. That's the only compliment I remember. I'm sure there were others, you know, but but the one that sticks out in my mind is that you know you you seem like you're willing really willing to commit to a character. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll I think it. that's a compliment. Yeah, it's 100 percent a compliment. But I've I've told her, you know, since that uh, she was my level two teacher, and she did me the honor of not pretending to remember me as a student, which I really liked. That's very that was sweet. really good. A lot happened to her since she was my level two teacher. Oh, anything bad? or was it No, no. She got real famous. At what? Uh, well, she's uh, Tina Fey. She's on SNL. She was on SNL. She Snow? started off as a writer. Yep, SNL. What's SNL? Saturday Snow? Night Live.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, um, yeah, 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 I don't. Yeah. Um...
1: She was on that, and then, you know, she became um, famous. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, listen, if you say so, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you really not know who Tina
1: We can talk <clears throat> normal. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. Totally okay, talk okay, normal. okay, okay. I turn the
0: microphones off. Is, right. is she? Yeah,
1: Tina Fey. She did. Um, she did Mean Girls. She wrote Mean Girls. Why was
0: she? Who was she mean to?
1: Well, no, the the movie was called Mean Girls. It was. Well, why was girls. she being
0: mean to girls? That's kind of like. <laughs> Sort of anti-feminist, are I would you think.
1: F- are you fucking drunk, man? Because no, it just got me here to do the podcast. I mean,
0: I'm drunk on how aggressive you are that I don't know who these made-up people are that you're saying. All I mean, right. I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I'm not a
1: theater person. <clears throat> all right, let's just finish the interview. Okay, and then, yeah, right, right, we'll, cool. we'll turn these back right. on. Yeah, thanks. 105 Live. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Roy Stone and Chris Hardwick. No, I wanted to be Roy Stone.
0: <laughs> my, bu- <laughs> uh, my buddy and I, I did a radio show in Los Angeles and we used to do our fake radio characters and we always would argue like who got to be which character that was the whole those were the whole segments like one guy was it was called dickhead and they would just argue about who got. no you got to be dickhead last time i want to be dickhead no i want to be dickhead please please make me dickhead <sighs> no man dickhead gets all the jokes <laughs>
1: uh there was a, a radio show host in chicago i remember and his name was turd <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is... Oh, you're saying Jesus Christ. Oh, I it's guess, a real thing. Yeah, I guess yours were fake.
0: No, it, it's a real thing.
1: Yeah, it is. But
0: it's totally right. And you know what? You'll never forget that guy's name, too. Yeah. So
1: it totally works. And we're talking about him. It's one of the best names. It's honestly one of the best words in the vocabulary. It's
0: a great word. And also, was he a good-looking guy? No. Oh, okay. All right. See, I, it would have been funny if he was a really good-looking agreed. guy. So that... Um, if he had sex with a lot of Chicago area ladies, just hearing them like in the office the next day like You fucked Turd? <laughs> you fucked Turd last night? Yeah, we didn't met it
1: amazing. He was amazing. Turd was so great. Turd went down on me. Oh my god you too? <laughs> <laughs> wait. Uh, <laughs> wait,
0: this was last night?
1: What was I just gonna tell you? I can't remember. Chicago ladies no, it turd Carolingus? No, it was free associating things we were talking about. This is another game. No, it was it was something to do with turd and names that are opposite of things. As soon as you said, "Was he a good-looking guy?" and then that made me think like of the tiny story. or like when you name a big guy tiny. I can't remember
0: now. <laughs> oh, Eric, please don't cry. Tim, Tim, Get over here. Get to, down. Tim, get to Hollywood in the past. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't live. This just isn't live. Why isn't it live? Uh. It is pretty um, incredible that, you know, I remember when Modern
1: Family first came on, it was at a time when Dennis, Fr- Dennis Franz. I love the way Dennis Franz said turd on NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. Get, turd, o- get over here, you turd. You turd, turd. You turd. Do
0: you remember he did these Nextel commercials? Do you remember those Nextel oh, commercials? Yeah. And the whole premise. I can hear him explaining the co- commercials to his friends. Yeah, I got paid a shit ton of money. All I got to do is act like I would never do a commercial. But the joke is, I'm doing a fucking commercial. It's great. It's great.
1: It's great for a guy like me. No,
0: I'm never going to...
1: I got to meet him. He's, I mean, seriously, career career, people always ask, like, what's the thing you regret? It's like, that I never got to be on NYPD Blue when I was, like, out there like trying to get parts on TV shows. I never could even get an audition for NYPD Blue, and all I wanted was to be thrown up against the wall by Dennis Franz and called a turd. You low-life turd. Never happened. And I finally, I got to tell him and meet meet him and tell him that. Did you throw up against the wall? Called me a turd to my face. fantastic.
0: I feel like this could be like a fun video series of taking celebrities and allowing them to... Fulfill basically like a celebrity wish list, yeah. Where we get to, where we go, hey, we're gonna we're gonna grant you this one wish that you always wanted,
1: and then we get we shoot the scene. Okay, well, I want to change it and have sex with somebody really hot, <laughs> Dennis France. <laughs> yeah, I guess it'd be the Dennis same, France,
0: except he's just flipping you around yeah. and then says, "You third, you third, take this, take this up the third, shoot." Come on, you. And then, uh, and then I don't know what happens from there. Can we shoot that? I don't know if that's legal. Are we allowed to so. shoot that?
1: I don't think mm-hmm.
0: so. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. No, I was going to say when Modern Family came on, it was at a time where I think in general people were like, sitcoms are dead. There's no way to do a sitcom anymore. They've all been done. They've all been done. What do you do? Because it really is. It, I, I always get afraid for sitcoms because I feel like the waters are overfished. How is it possible? There's no, you know, 60 years, there's no way to keep doing it. And then, you know, Modern Family comes along with a completely new, and, and like right out of the gate, which mm-hmm. is rare. It is rare. Usually it takes a season or two, two seasons or three even. Where a show might get lucky enough to, you know, like the network forgets it's on and so they don't cancel it and then all of a sudden it finds its voice and catches the filing. But Modern Family is one of those shows just like right out of the gate.
1: Yeah, you know, and when I, I felt that way when I read the script, you know, because we, I get to, I got to, at that point I was at least getting to read pilot scripts that, and hoping to get auditions for them and when I read it I knew it was funny and then when they hired a good director and they started putting this cast together I'm like oh my god this show's gonna be really funny and I hope I can be a part of it and I think I've heard them say like it was the process of shooting the show and getting it on the air. So many times when they're making a pilot episode of TV, you read the script and you're like, well, that's not that funny. And then somebody will say, well, but we'll get a really great cast. Mm -hmm. And then you shoot it and it's like, well, it's not that funny. And it's like, yeah, but once we do post and get it through editing, you know, it'll be great. It's like, well, you know, let's well, let's add a fart noise here. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be funny. And I think Modern Family, what it had going for it was it was funny in its bones from the beginning. So that everything that was added after that really needed to not get in the way of the fact that it was a fresh, new, you know. Even though it really isn't a new idea. Family sitcom is like the oldest sitcom there is. But... Every generation sort of has one with it all in the family, the Cosby show, everybody loves Raymond, and you know, I think Modern Family's right up there with those as far as family comedies go.
0: Well, it, it's usually, and I've, I, when I was auditioning for pilots, um, uh, which I gave up doing years ago because it sucks, it was a relationship that I realized was just on both sides not working. So I, um, I would, a lot of times, or sometimes, I would see. A really amazing script come through, and you know, get close. Didn't wouldn't get him. Like, fuck, that's too bad. That was really amazing. And then you see the finished product and be like, what a handprint? yeah. You know, because there's so many hands that touch it along the way that just well.
1: Like... And we had the good fortune of having two showrunners, Chris uh, Lloyd and Steve Levitan, who had enough, you know, swag with the, with the studio and with the network that. While the studio and the network off, don't always offer horrible ideas, you know sometimes they they have bosses to please as well. And Chris and Steve really were able to sort of listen, you know, to their notes and then respectfully disagree and make the show that they wanted to make. And it doesn't mean their notes are always bad, but it just meant that they were able to make the show they wanted to make. And that's not always the case with young showrunners and people whose first time it is out. They have to listen to the network and the studio. And, you know, we just know that sometimes when that happens, the show doesn't turn out the way a, a fan and an audience would 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 have hoped. Right. But it is, you know, it's there are
0: certain entities or shows that once people sort of get a sense of it do get away with stuff because people go oh it's that show yeah like that, or like south park or that you know where they go oh well it's that you know if it were any other show people would be like what the fuck are you doing but with a couple of shows it's like no but it's you know it's funny because it's part of this thing that's already established
1: and it's not you know and i think when you saddle those jokes i've always said you know give cam the most sort of Offensive things to say because we've established that he's not a horrible person that he's you know somewhat lovable and likable and then it it just makes the jokes funnier because you know they're not coming from a because we're all in situations like that where we we don't quite know what to say in some situations and if a joke or if a, how we refer to somebody is offensive or if it's just wrong you know you cringe when you're around your parents and they They say something that doesn't mean that they're hateful people, but it's like, well, don't say Oriental anymore. Right. We just don't say that. Well, no
0: one gave me the memo. (laughs) Like, they really, like, trying to to explain to parents and grandparents, like, eh, some things are not okay, and you can't, you know, well, I don't know why. I was fine for 60 years. Well, it wasn't really. Like,
1: I've noticed my dad speaks broken English to Hispanic people, (laughs) and I'm like, Dad, you don't speak broken English. You speak English And it doesn't come from a place of anything other than trying to – it's the same way we talk loud to people who don't speak English or right. you know, we think we can overcompensate it. But I've heard my, my dad be like, you go to have lunch
0: no, now? Dad, no. Dad, uh, yeah, it's not uh, – no. No, that's not yeah. how that works. Um, what, just because uh, this is not anything I'm ever going to experience. What does it feel like when your name is called and you go up to accept
1: – an Emmy Award. I don't agree with that. that that's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's fine. First I'm fine all, with it. I don't care. I reject it. that. Okay. Because am I'm going to win the Seacrest
0: Award for excellence. I'm, what am I get? I'm
1: proof that it can freaking happen to anybody if you're in. If you find yourself in the right situation, like
0: leading up to it, what are you feeling? Is it, you know, is do you are you nervous? Are you excited? Or are you like ah, oh, it's too much pressure? And then when it actually happens,
1: well, here's here's the way it kind of broke down for me is my publicist and my manager who I'd been with I've been with for a very long time. They had a phone call with me a few days before the Emmys and just said, "Listen, if there's a there's a good chance you you might win. There's a for sure 1 in 6 chance you might win, <laughs> but there's a good chance you might win and we don't want you to be surprised up there if you win and we would really like you to prepare something. We know it's not necessarily your nature to write a speech down or anything like that, but just gather your thoughts. Do us that favor. You just want to make the most of that moment. And I, I said, okay. So I wrote a little, you know, little notes down of what I would say and what that moment means to me and how I felt about it. <clears throat> and then I was with my mom and then Betty White walks out on the stage and my mom leans over to me and she goes, and it's my category. She leans over and she goes, hey, I make sure I meet Betty White before the night's over. I'm like, okay, mom, okay. <laughs> All right, my so no, category, man. please not now. Because <laughs> okay, I just realized if I win, Betty White's going to say my name, you know. So then I just go into this mode of like listening for the first sound of air that I can, you know, and so I can get either the disappointment done as fast as I can if I hear ta or ja or ni, you know, and I'm listening and I hear air and then it just, you know, it happens. And honestly, you see if you watch the video of me going up there, I pull my little slip of paper out of of my pocket but then I never look at it when I'm on stage, which, you know, just, I'm thankful for that because I was present and I was in that moment. And then I just remember the first person I locked eyes with, with was John Goodman. And I'm just like, Oh shit. Like (laughs) I am, I am truly like here. And it it just feels amazing. I mean, because it it feels like you said, I didn't have a good relationship with pilots either. Like for 12 years, I didn't get, Anything You know, I would go in and get good feedback and say, you know, Eric's really great, you know, it's just not going any further for years, you know. That's what it was. So that moment just really, to me, meant like... (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, 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 ha. And I'm not crazy for doing what I'm doing. And I'm not crazy, you know, I'm an actor. I mean, I I, you know, and, and winning the trophy, obviously, is cool, but the trophy doesn't mean anything to me. It was, it's just the the meaning of the trophy and behind the trophy just meant the most to me, which is that my peers and people who watched the show voted for me and, you know, thought enough of my performance to give me an award for doing something that I love. That's why I gave the trophy to my parents. And cause I knew that would mean something to them. And, you know, I got to win the Emmy, like, that was my honor, and someday they'll give it back to me, I guess, and I'll, you know, <laughs> that one. I have. Did you introduce your mom to Betty White? I, she did meet Betty White. Okay, good. Yeah. It helps to walk up to Betty White when you have the trophy she gave you in your hand. And threaten her with it. Yeah. If you don't and yeah. talk to my mom, I'm going to hit you with <laughs> yeah, this year yeah, yeah, old, yeah. it'll probably kill you instantly. But, you know, nothing changed. I mean, people always ask, like, what was it, like, to win an Emmy, did your life change? I'm like, you know, my toenails and fingernails still grew. What? But, the next day. No, like, you're
0: supposed to become immortal. No, 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 no. It still happened. No, no. You would th- no, no. stop aging. Did you, you hear stop... that? I didn't. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> but it <laughs> cut to your speech, it <laughs> was like when Galileo first <laughs> peered up oh. at the heavens.
1: <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you get? Play, did they play you off? Like, did they... No, I knew that I, that would not let that happen. And then the second time I won, uh, Steve Jordan, my favorite drummer ever, who was the original drummer for Saturday Night Live. Uh, what is it? The snow show? Yeah. Oh, uh, he was the band leader, and I'm like, I am not getting played off the stage by Steve Jordan. I will tell you that. No, I guess he was <laughs> the first year. He was no, he was the second time. The second time. They always. Uh, they're pretty. Um, it's funny that a show that's pretty ruthless with people on time still goes like four hours. And and here's what I don't. Here's what I wish we could all just get to the point with these award shows. It's like. If we're going to dedicate all these shows to giving each other awards, let's at least let the people that win the awards not go on forever, but have a moment to, you know, reflect on what this means and not do so many kind of comedy gags and things like that. It just kills me that we're always squeezed for who we can honor that died. You know, we don't have enough time to throw so-and-so up there, but yet we still have this time for this comedy bit. Right. Or like take three minutes out of the top of the show and, and disperse that over letting people that win Academy Awards who may never win Academy Award again, have just another Uh, few seconds. (laughs) Cut one joke. Yeah. Cut one joke. Um, But you know, Hey, I, the short, the short answer to what it's like to win an Emmy is it's, it's indescribable because you it's you, it's it's it just means a tremendous amount it's just like vindication of of a lot of rejection over the years and i never looked at it as personal rejection even though times it was uh it just meant that i had stuck it out for you know at least in that na- on that night uh for a good reason it was a, there was a validation yeah. there was
0: a validation i mean i don't you know it is it is pretty um oh, we're all here and we're all giving each other awards and this is all insulated and it's all, you know, it's... But at the same time, I know that as much as I might be like, oh, whatever, it's, you know, like it doesn't really... If I were in that position, I would be shitting my pants. Of course. Because you can't help... I mean, there's so few ways that we have in this business because what we do is not uh, a, a handheld commodity it's not right. you can't see it grow really so how do you you know we have to find just as human beings we sort of have to find what the markers of i guess i'm doing the right thing are yeah. or like the oh this is progress you know oh i got a better i'm getting paid more or that i'm on a bigger oh this must be progress i don't know how else
1: you know you um, just kind of, yeah and i i would all, you know i would always tell people you can't you have to have you know thick skin obviously and you can't be tethered to you know other people's opinions of you. You have to really have a, a healthy, confident, not cocky opinion of yourself um, because you, you have to go in thinking that you're super qualified to do whatever it is you're being asked to do and then in a moment's notice being willing to accept the fact that somebody doesn't think you are. <laughs> like, done. Right. And not get hung up on that. You know, I would, I got to the point and Tim, I think Tim does it now and other, other actors that I've given the advice to is not in front of casting directors, but not long after you walk out of the office, wad, wad your sides up and throw them in the trash. Just get in the habit of being done with that, Mm -hmm. you know, because for years I had this briefcase in my, in my garage of all these sides that I had kept, you know, for the first few years of my auditioning. And you just get to the point of like, there's a, there's a, there's a metaphor there. I'm hanging on to all these things and you have to like, the moment that auditions over and you know, you did the best you could, you're done with it. You're done. That was your job. You just finished your job. And if you get to actually do the scene, that's icing on the cake of, of what your job is, which is to audition for it.
0: Or you could come out of the room, slam the door, and angrily throw the sides in the trash can. Yeah. Or you could do the other way, which is just, you know, like with some swagger, be like, guess we won't be needing these anymore.
1: (laughs) Good luck, everyone. You meet so many interesting characters, you know, auditioning for... I did so many commercials for so many years, you know, auditioning for commercials. auditions are the worst. There's always the mayor of the audition. (laughs) Guy one guy court. who's holding court, yeah, there's always that one guy <laughs> he's fucking and he's got a call back at three and he's yeah. got to get there and he do you guys do you guys mind if I bro, skip can I skip ahead can, you yeah, can I go you ahead mind if I get ahead of you guys? sorry to do this to you it's like yeah bro we've all been there, like you don't have to fucking announce it um you got a wendy's call back, yeah it's like third callback, so <sighs> you know and, and then you it's like it's <laughs> it's like are are they trying to purposefully mess with people in the room or or not? I I don't know. Uh, I think it's just sort of um, it's an insecurity. It's an
0: insecurity thing because we're all insecure, and it, and it's it's trying to take ownership over something that's difficult to take own. I mean, it's yeah. Like- Control. Just control, you know, just like comfort zone, finding comfort zone. That's what I was going to
1: say, what you said, which is, uh, you know, if you, if, if, if you and I decided we wanted to start an ele- electrical business, become electricians, and we went to electrician school, and we passed, and we bought Joke tools. aside, side. Are we talking about this for real? Are we yeah, going to do yeah. this? No, I want to talk to you afterwards okay. about it. Yeah, yeah, I, Heartstone? I, I honestly do. Heartstone Electric. Yeah. Heartstone Electric. <sighs> Servicing the valley only just the valley. Yeah.
0: Now, do you want to go as far as like the 118 or do you want to just keep it to like Van Nuys, Reseda, Studio City, Sherman Oaks?
1: Let's stick below the 118 and then see where it goes. Okay. But I definitely think there's a thirst for an, a good electrician north of the 118. Well, that would it would require us, you know, getting another truck. Northridge is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I think it's about time we could get a second truck. All Business right. is good. <laughs> I've been <laughs> really <laughs> enjoying the Park route.
0: Yeah. It's good. Uh, so, Google Maps, look my, up all these th- references. Th- my the real thing place. is,
1: is like if we did decided to do that and we put the capital in it, and we invested, and we advertised, we could see our business grow, like sure. it could happen. And you're right, in our business you can take acting class, you can get new headshots, you can get the best font on your resume, you can do all these things, <laughs> and there's nothing for sure that is ever going to materialize from it, where that's not true in other professions. If you dedicate your life to something uh, uh, and really work hard at it, you're going to have some results. In this business, there are no guarantees. I
0: I do feel like though that if you um that if you stay on the tracks long enough and you're paying attention and you're aware and you do work on it and you do kind of see where you fit in yeah. that, it, that it is very likely that something will you know there is a bit of luck but I think that you know the success is sort of like preparation meets luck like yes. anyone can catch a break but if you're prepared and you're ready for it and you, you know, then you can sort of, well, that's, that's what the
1: moment for me on Modern Family was, you know, there was no doubt I walked into that room prepared as shit, not just for the audition, but prepared. That's what 12 years of not getting parts does prepare you for at that moment is like, I walked in there to seize the day uh, and seize the moment. And I always tell people, you know, when a friend of mine was auditioning for a pilot and she didn't have an agent, they just saw her in an improv show. And all of a sudden she gets a call for a pilot and she's like, I need your advice. I'm like, well, what do you want to know? She's like, well, what do I do? I say, you go in there and you'd be really fucking good. <laughs> like, unfortunately it's that simple. You have to go in there and be really good because this is a, a lucky break for you. This is a big break and you have to impress them. It doesn't mean you're going to get the job, but you have a chance now an audience with a casting director who can change your life and you have to be good.
0: And even then, There's no guarantee you're going to get it. And I'd be like, oh, we need someone taller. Yeah. So you have to be good. And then, again, the lucky thing has to... But you
1: can impress a casting director in that moment and say, well, you're not right for this. And that that happened to me over the years where I'd walk in and people would say, well, it happened with me in Almost Famous. Like, I auditioned for Almost Famous and God Rest His Soul. I auditioned for Philip Seymour Hoffman's part. And she looked at me and she's like, "You're not going to get this." I'm like, "Well, no. Why would I? I've been on Darman Greg with three lines. Like, of <laughs> course I'm not going to get this." But she liked me and thought I was good, and then brought me back in, and I got a you know a smaller part and almost famous. And that's you know kind of how it. Did works. you ever go the
0: sketch show route? I mean, like the biggest and only sketch show I can think of right now is like Mad TV.
1: Um, again, are these off? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier on Saturday. Which night? part?
0: I don't know what that is. I mean, you keep saying that, but I feel like. Yeah, is that you, a sketch on Mad TV?
1: No, 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 no. If you know what Mad TV is, you have to know what's on Are you fucking with <laughs> I
0: don't know what you're talking about. I think Mad, Tim MAD TV, Alfredy Newman, you, what me worried?
1: Like Tim Banning said you were like, not only. You know, a great podcast host Whoa. You're like a really smart guy and No, really I know a lot of things I know
0: stuff. a lot of things That's why I know Mad TV I'm surprised you
1: don't You've, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I've undi- auditioned for it You Mad TV it. You did? Yeah, you well, let's ago. talk about that right, Let's right. talk about that Okay So you auditioned <clears throat> for Mad TV? Yeah, I did I auditioned uh, for it right I auditioned for it when I lived in Chicago And then I auditioned for it when I moved out here With Marla Garland She was the casting director And she, we had to do three characters And three impersonations I did uh, a character Extremely average man with major sex appeal, which required me to take off my shirt. And I freaking, I'll never forget, I was on the Warner Brothers lot in a tiny trailer. She's like, okay, and Eric, what's your third character? I'm like, uh, well. It's Jeff Garland's wife, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay, of course. And I said, well, uh, I'm going to have to take off my shirt for this one. She's like, okay. (laughs) And uh, so so it's just her and I in a room half this size, you know, in a trailer, me topless now, leaning against a door like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, you know, eating. And I had a strawberry that I took, and I'm just eating a strawberry (laughs) and just seducing her with my eating strawberry and eyes and my belly and man boobs. (laughs) And that was my that was my third character.
0: There's, no. Oh my god! They're, sitting outside a, a sketch comedy casting room. The worst. Like having to wait to go in and hear everyone's like, "Oh boy!" Like hear big characters are like, "I don't have anything like that." Hey, I do, I do, Yogi Bear. <laughs> and it's like it's a, a sketch comedy audition is where you are very likely to have an internal dialogue with yourself where you go um I have relinquished all rights to my soul.
1: Yep. Um I am a monkey and I'm willing to do anything. Well ultimately that's what I decided is like I don't want to go the sketch the sketch show route. I mean I didn't obviously get Mad TV uh but I just decided then and there I wasn't going to go that direction. I I wanted to go the direction I ended up going (laughs) more comic actor as opposed to sketch comedy yeah 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 and just take my chances uh, you know auditioning and and doing that for TV shows and commercials do you have any do you have stuff lined up in between or, or do you like to take your break uh, you know, one uh, I have um, I shot a movie a couple summers ago that's coming out in August that I did, and then this year I'm gonna do uh, a voice with uh, Louis C.K. and Kevin Hart in a movie, and we're gonna start recording that this uh, this summer. Is that the animal one? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I read I read about that. Yeah, I'm gonna play a dog named Duke. Nice. Louis's gonna play a dog named Rex, I think, and then Kevin's gonna play a little a rabbit, a little bunny that's a Yeah, it's cute. It's it's uh, it's the same group that does uh uh, uh Despicable Me and oh, the, nice. the Lorax and Ice Age. Great 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 company, great group of people and do that and then, you know, I got a really good day job. Like my 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 job that I get to do is great. So, every, like the electrician job? Mhm. That one, valley, that one too. Mm-hmm. South Valley. Yep. <clears throat> South Valley. When you start, when you
0: start delineating regions in the valley, yeah. it gets super, super. South Valley. South Valley. Southeast Valley. Southeast Valley. We just service the Southeast Valley. Servicing, hey! You're
1: listening to 103.5. Our sponsor today is Hearthstone Electric servicing the Southeast Valley. Call Hearthstone Electric for 1-800-555-3756. Hearthstone Electric. Now do your station ID. 10459
0: the jive. I can't remember. Oh, when I think about you. Yeah, I was playing. it I know. I want to do that for you. I, I think we're almost. At, I think we might be in an hour. Are we done? Oh, we're almost in an hour. Yeah, that was an. We did an hour.
1: We just blew through. An is it is this on air right now, or is the this tape is over? This is on digital air. Okay, yeah, this part is. You're going to cut this. I don't know. Well, now you can't because you just got me asking if we're going to cut it. No. you're going to. Now it's just a weird conversation between you and I. If you don't Trying cut to figure it.
0: out when the end of the show yeah.
1: comes, is it happening now? I'm counting on you is this to tell the end? me to kick me the fuck out. No, we're going to clean all this up in post, <laughs> right, oh, oh, Katie? Good, we're Katie. Clean all
0: this up in post. Is there anything that you? What is it that you still want to do that you have not done yet, besides get thrown up against the wall by um, Dennis Franz? Uh,
1: you know, in the business? Yeah. I want to do a great, you know, comedy with with what is – who are already considered great comedic actors. I want to be in a movie with Will Ferrell. I want to I do a four-handed comedy with Will Ferrell and Zach and Ed Helms and those guys. Like, the people that – Jason Bateman, I, you know, I got to work with Jason in Identity Thief. But you know, my my next thing is I I, I want to sh- show people that you know I want to be elevated by their work. But I want to show people I'm I'm I'm, I'm that f- as funny as those guys. Did you um, Melissa McCarthy too was a Chicago improv? No, she wasn't. She was Groundling. She Chicago. was a Groundling. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, she did improv in Chicago. I no, I don't think she. I thought did. she did.
1: Well, because she, she's from she's from the area. She is. She might have been there early on. You could be right. I'm not I saying know. you're not wrong, right. Well, it sounds like you're She's my neighbor. Right. She's my neighbor. I mean, but, you know, whatever. In the South Valley. <laughs> what? Servicing <laughs> the South Valley? Oh, use Hardstone electric. She, she might have started in Chicago. I don't... She wasn't... She, she was at the Groundlings ever since I've known who she is. Yeah. She's hilarious. Um, incredible. So funny. Uh, but, yeah, I just, you know, I want to pick good projects. What I was going to say is Modern Families is a great job don't want, and I feel like Ed, Ed O'Neill gave us this advice in the beginning he's like you know now you have the opportunity to pick jobs that are better than or do something different creatively and stimulate you than modern family you don't have to t- I don't have to take a job that doesn't isn't as good as the, the job I get to do and, and you know millions of people get to see every week you know and did
0: you say Jesus Christ all I said was good morning you windbag all I said is can you hand me the scrambled eggs God, need a fucking thesis thanks old timer <laughs> <laughs> I think I know a little bit about... Oh, wait, I don't know. I don't know, do you, know shit. Do you, do you still have those moments? Those are sometimes fun moments and not as frustrating as when you're younger, but when you sort of feel like, yeah, I got all this shit down, I know, and then something sort of throws you and you're like, oh, yeah, you never stop learning. It kind of reminds you that you're
1: that you're a human being. That happens every day, basically. <laughs> with, with me, I, I realize I got a lot to learn about a lot of things, like... Podcasts. No, you're doing. What the fuck is all this equipment? Well, these
0: are these are these are digital recorders. This is a digital. This is a Zoom H4n. It's a digital recording device. Cool. It's a Zoom H6. It's a little bit fancier. Cool. You can see it's got two XLR inputs and also external mics right there to record sound. We can record in 5.1 if we so desired.
1: Basically, you could have come to my house and done this.
0: Well, it's more complicated than that. Oh
1: no. Okay. It's not more complicated than that. We could have come to your house. We could have been drinking.
0: You're inviting. You're inviting us over to your house. Yeah, you guys want to We're going to take this podcast party on the road.
1: <laughs> We're going to take it onto the into the South Valley podcast you know crawl I mean.
0: in the South Valley, Ventura. Here comes Coldwater Canyon. Can't go,
1: moving west to Van
0: Nuys Boulevard.
1: Van Nuys. Here comes the four hundred five. What's your favorite? Where do you live in LA? Uh, I live in the
0: well. I have a house that is in the the Hollywood hills, gotcha that is being fixed up, ah. and so when I right now I'm living in Silver Lake mm. um but but yes, I will end up living up in the old hills I love the valley hills of Los Angeles I love it I love hate the valley, I love sections of the valley and other parts here's what I don't love about the valley. There was no care given at all to Ventura Boulevard, like all like the main drag they're like. We just have to get as many stucco brown buildings up as quickly as possible without any regard to aesthetics or planning. People
1: need stuff to, st- and buildings to go into. We need
0: a chin chin. We need a fucking book star. We need a couple, just like a Red Lobster yeah. and just fucking go.
1: Is there a Red Lobster on Ventura? Because there was. Because don't fuck with my emotions. There
0: was a Red Lobster. I'll tell you exactly where it was. There was a Red Lobster in between the Sportsman's Lodge and Jerry's Deli. There used to be a Red Lobster there. Might have closed.
1: Yeah, it's gone.
0: And I know this because when I was in college, I spent a lot of time in the Valley because my friends were all actor kids and, and a lot of them lived at the Oakwood Apartments, <laughs> which is basically the Ellis Island of Los Angeles That's if you're an actor person. Hilarious. And so we spent a lot of time. And Jerry's in the early 90s is one of the only places that you could really go Get a good 24 hours of soup. at like three or four o'clock in the morning. So it I know the Valley is. pretty well.
1: Casa Vega is open pretty late.
0: Oh, are they? Casa Vega? Yeah, I remember Casa Vega. I remember Casa Vega. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the old valley. I like it over there. Um, well, this was delightful. Thanks. And I'm so glad that you finally came on the podcast. Did you want to promote anything while you were here?
1: No. Good. Modern Family. Modern Family. You've heard of it. it. Whatever. Watch that. Whatever. Also, oh, I'm going to be. Ta- I guess I could say that. What? Oh, no. This. No, never mind. No? Alright, we'll be on room right. no, really Yeah, that's fine. It's 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 right. fine.
0: I'll tell you after we hang out. Okay. We're gonna hang up.
1: You hang up. No, you hang up. Will Listen, hang I up. don't
0: believe in goodbyes. I don't either. Let's just stay here till we fall asleep. <laughs> Eric, we got huh. We have a call. Hey,
1: let's take a call. <laughs>
0: oh, see? We came at different ends. I said we had an electrical call. We, and you did the radio.
1: Oh, that's called a callback. We did
0: a callback. A radio callback. Thanks, man. A- thanks. Good to see you. Enjoy a burrito. Or I guess Tim Banning has enjoyed his burrito. <laughs> For the second time. Tim, flush. Oh. Please. And now, flush. Doo-doo. Do you want to play us out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do it. All right. Nerdist Podcast, we're saying goodbye to Eric Stone Street and also Tim Banning, who's taking a nice dump right now. Hey, buddy Flush, you're listening to the Nerdist Podcast. Here's Bad Company. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> That's great. Now we just sit here and say,
1: up. <sighs> and darling.
0: Okay, you can turn it off. You don't... <laughs> you just can't turn it off, can you? Because you just love the song so much. We yeah. have to pay for that. Just <laughs> so seriously, what is this fake Saturday show you were talking about? Saturday Night Live.
1: Is it a cartoon? No, it's real, goddammit. <laughs> you seem very angry about I'm this. I'm getting real fucking pissed off. I don't understand. Lauren... Yeah. what? Saturday Night Live, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Oh, Ghostbusters. John. Was it a TV no. version of Ghostbusters? <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
0: Enhance your listening experience with Wondry Plus. Enjoy ad-free listening, exclusive content, binges, and more. Join Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts.